Welcome to Naptime Sports Talk Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to our latest episode. Welcome everyone to Naptime Sports Talk Podcast. This is Riley. And this is Zach. Today on our show, we are going to do first do a little introduction about ourselves. Um, touch on, you know, how we fell in love with sports and then how we fell in love with our teams. My team is the Minnesota Vikings. Mine's the Las Vegas Raiders. Then second, we'll touch on uh, three predictions that we want to see from our team this offseason. And we'll finish off our episode with a Super Bowl prediction, what we think is going to happen during the big game on Sunday. All right, Zach, so I guess I'll just get us started. How does that sound? Perfect. Sounds good. Take it away. All right, yeah. So my introduction. Um, so growing up on the shores of Lake Superior, as a kid, I was just outside playing sports with my older brother. Um, I think, you know, we always threw the, fo- <clears throat> threw the football around in the backyard, playing baseball. After school in the wintertime, we'd go straight from school to home, grab a quick snack, and head off to the ice hockey rink. So that's kind of where my love for sports started when I was a younger kid. And then my love for the Minnesota Vikings started when I was young as well. My dad and my mom were both Viking fans. And I just remember watching games on Sunday. And, you know, growing up in the early 90 or late 90s, early 2000s, you know, my biggest era I remember is the Randy Moss era, Chris Carter, Dante Culpepper, that era. And then my love for the Vikes just continued to grow, grow, grow. And I uh, remember my first heartbreak for the Vikings back in 2009, I believe it was, with the Favre year. Yep. Oh, yeah. And when we lost, when we lost the Saints, um, man, that was a uh, <laughs> that was tough. That was a tough. That was like my first biggest heartbreak from the Vikings. Yeah, there, there's been a lot of them. <laughs> right. And I just remember from then then on, just uh, man, it took me a long time to recover from that loss. So I was. I think I was a sophomore in high school at the time. Um, yeah, and then then just from there, my love for the Vikes just continued to grow, even through all the heartaches. Heartaches, yeah, yeah. We, we still stand by our team. So, how about you, Zach? Where did your when did your love for sports start, and how did you become a Oakland Raiders fan, but now the Las Vegas Raiders? So mine is actually a lot similar to that. Mine, uh, so I was born in 91, and it was kind of the same thing. Parents always had football on Sundays, but I would always kind of watch it from afar until 98, and that's when Moss was a rookie. And I I just remember every Sunday having to watch all the Vikings games because of Randy Moss. My first jersey was a Randy Moss. I mean, literally every single Sunday, I literally just watched the Vikings just to watch Randy Moss play. So I'm 9, 10, 11 years old, and I never, I, I suppose when you're younger, for me at least, I, I wasn't really a fan of one team. It was more, it was more players than teams. Mm-hmm. And another big factor in uh, why I became such a football fan was the, the video games. Early two oh, thousands, yeah, sure. yeah, early two thousands, Madden, uh, the two K football, two K four, two K five. I mean, those games were huge. I played 
I played those games in a insane amount of hours. And then uh, when Moss went to uh, the Raiders in 05, it was kind of, it was a lot of the same thing. And I ended up having to watch all the Raider games. And that's when I fell in love with the Raiders was in, in 2005. I watched as many games as I possibly could. They actually had a lot of games televised in 2005. I remember Moss's debut was against the Patriots, and I believe that was a Sunday night football game. And then after that, you kind of just learn about the Raiders tradition. I mean, I, in my opinion, they got the coolest looking jerseys. They got a rich history. Um, unfortunately, you know, when I started watching the Raiders, that's pretty much after the glory years. I mean, ever since Moss has been there, they really haven't done much. But uh, yeah, Moss is the reason why I'm a Raider fan, which is kind of weird because Moss never liked being a Raider. So after Moss left, when he went to the Patriots, I kind of just stuck with the Raiders. And ever since then, I mean, I haven't missed a Raider game since uh, 2007. So beginning to end, doesn't matter if they're winning by a lot or losing by a lot. I'm watching all the Raider games. But uh, yeah, it's, it was Randy Moss that, that made me, that turned me into an Oakland Raider fan and now Las Vegas Raider fan. Yeah, I know we have a lot of similarities into that. Just also piggybacking off of what you said about the video games. I feel yeah. like that helped me learn so much about different players, just knowing what teams they were on, yep, for uh, sure. what positions they played and things like that. Yeah, yep. And then, you know, one thing for both of us is, yeah, we've experienced a lot of heartache following our teams, but we're very... Um, very loyal. You know, very loyal, yes, exactly. And we can kind of, you know, we can really relate to each other because we haven't had a lot of great memories since we've been fans of the Vikings. Or <laughs> yeah. I've been fan of the Vikings. You've been fans, fan of the Raiders. Yep, for um, sure. But hopefully, hopefully our day our day will come where we are happy at the end of the year and we get to witness our teams hoisting that. Lombardi Lombardi trophy. God, I sure hope so. It's it's pretty sad that I've watched every Raider game since 07. Haven't missed one, and I have yet to see them win a playoff game. I've never seen my team win a playoff is, game, as sad as that is. Almost 20 years that is later. Crazy. That is crazy. So Man, hopefully, that's one thing with the Vikes. At least I've, we've been able to see some playoff wins. But Yeah, a couple NFC championships along the way. Unfortunately, they... Mm -hmm. They, they've had some heartbreak in the playoffs, but at least you've seen a couple oh playoff wins. Yeah, no kidding, no kidding. I guess some fans can have a little worse, but man, <laughs> right? I know, I know in Minnesota, I love my twins, I love the Wild, the T Wolves, but it just seems like the Vikings are kind of on that top of that mountain where that I think that's the number one sport team, sports team in Minnesota. Everyone, yeah, yep, for sure. Most people follow them and yep, diehards always selling exactly. out the U.S. Bank for sure. And and we always have these stud players, yeah, yep. In the end of the day, we can just never put it together to win the big game and get to the big game since I've been watching, yeah. And I, I, I don't know what's worse, I don't know if uh, making the playoffs and not winning any playoff games is bad or uh, making it to the couple NFC championships and just not having a good enough team or enough luck to make it to the Super Bowl. So I don't know which is worse, but either way, I mean, hopefully good times ahead for both of us. 
For sure. Well, we can kind of move on to our next topic. This is a perfect turning point. Um, speaking of speaking of that, the future, the fu- the future of our franchises is really up in the air with this off season. Yeah, this you know, is a this huge is a off, season off season for both of us. For sure, I agree. And um, we're gonna kind of touch base on what our three wants are yep. for our teams going forward this off season for them to address. Yep. So yeah, do you want to start off with that one? Sure, sure. That sounds good. I mean, it's it's kind of funny that both of our teams are in the same boat. Uh, both of our teams, I th- I think our number one need is quarterback. We got to figure out the quarterback situation. So my number one want this offseason for the Las Vegas Raiders is you got to find your franchise guy. I mean, either you go up. I know a guy like Jaden Daniels in this draft is pretty close with our head coach, Antonio Pierce. Um, he actually coached him up a little bit in high school. Uh, he had him at Arizona State. Um, and Jaden Daniels was actually in the Raiders locker room this this season after Jaden won the Heisman. Uh, celebrating one of the Raiders wins it was the the win against the Chargers where they put up 63 points so they definitely got a close bond now the thing that stinks about that is Jaden Daniels is probably going to be a top three pick so you would have to try to find yeah you would have to try to find a trade partner Um, I'm thinking Chicago's taking Caleb at one Um, I think Drake may goes two to uh, the commanders so it all really depends on what the the patriots are going to do are they going to go quarterback or are they going to uh go marvin harrison jr at the third pick so i want the raiders to be aggressive i want them to put flyers out to the commanders probably unlikely uh put some flyers out to the patriots and hopefully get a trade done and uh get jane mcdan or jane daniels so that would be my number one want but if that if they couldn't pull that off um I would stay put at 13 and take a guy like Michael Penix. I know a lot of guys aren't too high on Penix, especially after that national national championship game against uh, Michigan where he kind of laid an egg. But uh, Man, uh, talk about that. He had no time. To yeah, throw he the had, ball exactly. Game. He had no time. That Michigan defense is, was so dominant this year. I mean, there, there wasn't any quarterback. There was no quarterbacks this year that played well against Michigan. So it wasn't just Penix. But uh, to me, I think Michael Penix reminds me a lot of Philip Rivers. Uh, just a, kind of a weird throwing motion, but super accurate. Uh, a really nice deep ball. And he's a little older, but I think he would fit really well with uh, the Raiders at 13. So my number one want this year is definitely franchise quarterback. you got to get your guy, and you got to get him this offseason. Uh, let's see. My, my second want would probably be to beef beef up the defensive line. So, obviously, we got Max Crosby. Um, he's in contention for a defensive player of the year. We got a guy named uh, Michael Kuntz, which uh, as soon as Antonio Pierce took over, he really found his groove. In, in nine games with Antonio Pierce, he had eight sacks, uh, three forced fumbles. So, in my opinion, I think uh, the Raiders finally found another pass rusher opposite of of Max Crosby. Kuntz only being 25 years old, so he's still on that rookie contract, which is nice. And the Raiders are going to have some cap this offseason. So, what I would like to see them do is go hard at or go hard for a deep defensive tackle. And this defensive tackle uh, free agency class is uh, super, super nice. 
You got guys like uh, Chris Jones is in there. I mean, Chris Jones, in my opinion, is the best defensive tackle in, in football right now. He has he's had twenty six sacks in the last two seasons. Then we that's got a, that's unreal. Yeah, he's just an absolute difference maker. And if you could put a guy like him next to Max Crosby and Coons, man, that would be huge. There's also guys. So he the kid from was he from Buffalo? Yep, he was from Buffalo. Yep. Okay. Yeah, and uh, he really didn't get much playing time with the old regime, so it's nice that as soon as Antonio Pierce came in, uh, he's been starting, and he's been a, a big-time playmaker for us, so that's been super nice. But then you got, got guys like uh, Christian Wilkins is a free agent. You got uh, Leonard Williams. You got uh, that defensive tackle from Baltimore that uh, Justin Maduk or Mabike or whatever. He's got a weird last name. Don't know how to pronounce it. Is it like Mabuke or something like yes. that? Yes. Yeah. That guy. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. He's a big guy. Like, yeah. He's, I don't know. Probably, what, 340? Yeah. He's huge, but, he, but he's a really good pass rusher, which is weird. You think, you look at his, his, his size and you think he's just a run stuffer, but he's a great pass rusher. He's, he's only 26 years old. I don't know if the Ravens can really afford to franchise take him or extend him. So he might actually hit the open market. Well, last year he had 13 sacks. I mean, 13 sacks for a guy that size is is pretty impressive. Yeah, it looks like his last name is Matabuke. Matabuke, okay. And he has, let me look, he is on a Texas A&M. Yep. Yeah, 26 years old. He'll be 27 coming up in November. Sure. Third round pick back in 2020. And he's showing his weight here. He just had a, a breakout season Six, this year. 6'3", three, 300, so he's not. Okay. Yeah, he's that's good size, 6'3", three, 300. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, I would love to have a guy like that next to Max Crosby. And then this is also a good, uh, like if they didn't go, if the Raiders decided not to go quarterback in the first round, you could get a guy like uh, Byron Murphy from Texas. I think he's going to be a really good uh, interior pass rush out of Texas. I think he had eight and a half or nine sacks last year. So a guy like that at 13 would be nice too. So, But my second one is uh, definitely a defensive tackle. We need to beef up that line a little bit. And then uh, my third want, um, this might be a surprise to a lot of people, but it's to resign Josh Jacobs. I think, uh, I think that if you knew. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it seems, it, obviously he was hurt a little bit last year. I think his average last year was like a 3-5, so he didn't have a great season. But uh, the thing about Antonio Pierce is he wants to run the ball. It's, he, he's, he's an old-school football coach. He wants to play stout defense, and he wants to run the ball. And it seems like uh, Josh Jacobs and AP got a great relationship. I would love to see a healthy Josh Jacobs with Antonio Pierce for a full season. Uh, and uh, Josh Jacobs' three best games last year were actually under Antonio Pierce. He went over 103 times in uh, six games. He missed a couple of them. But he's uh, Josh Jacobs is still only 26. He'll be 26 when the season starts. I think a fair contract for him would be somewhere around like a Nick Chubb contract, say like three-year, 36 mil. I mean, a lot of people don't like to pay running backs, but I just think he'd be such a good fit. And yeah. if, you, if you can pair him with uh, Zamir White, who Zamir White really turned it on to when Josh Jacobs was hurt last year, mm-hmm. I think having a nice one-two punch like that would be huge, especially if you have a young quarterback. Uh, if you end up drafting a guy, having a running a running game is is massive. So, Josh Jacobs, Zamir White with the rookie quarterback, I really like that. Well, man, you kind of look at these last couple teams here remaining playing on Sunday. They both have 
really, really strong run games. Yeah, Isaiah for sure. Pacheco run the ball. Yep. Well, um, Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey, arguably MVP candidate this year. He should be, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. You know, this seems like that MVP award always goes to a quarterback no matter what. Yeah. So it's kind of hard for him, but maybe he'll win Offensive Player of the Year. Yep. Um, But yeah, they both of those teams have great rushing attacks, and if you can, you know, play... They also have really solid defenses, too. I know. You know that's they can the... get out of the quarterback. They can... They do really well with coverage. Yeah. And yeah. I think all around, they just have that good, solid defense, good rushing attack. And I think those are two strong correlations for going deep in playoffs, man. Yeah, it really Obviously, is. That's the blueprint, in my opinion, is a good rushing attack sure. and, and solid defense. And a great quarterback, right? Patrick Mahomes, look at it. Yeah. He makes up for makes up for losses in other areas too that they may have. So Yeah, I'll do it absolutely. Obviously, me being a Raider fan, I can't stand Mahomes. But uh, <laughs> uh he is unbelievable, man. The stats yeah, that he put it. up this year, I mean, with the lack of, of receiving options, I mean, Rice was probably their best other than obviously Travis Kelsey, but even Travis Kelsey had a down down year until the playoffs. So but yeah, he's mm-hmm. unbelievable. He really is, for sure. I mean, I think he's the best quarterback in the NFL right now. Yeah, yeah, me too. He has no, been for a while. Yeah, so. unfortunately, but yeah, he, he is no, undoubtedly the best best quarterback in the league. But the the, yeah, la- the last guy to uh, win uh, MVP that wasn't a quarterback was Adrian Peterson in 2012. That's so, right. So kind of going back to your Vikings, I want to hear, uh, hear what your top three wishes are in this offseason. It's really funny because... We didn't sit here and talk about this topic beforehand. Um, no, we didn't. <laughs> the exact three things that you just said are the exact three things that I've written down right now. Really? Number one, quarterback, right? Dude, I love it, yeah. What are we doing at QB? What are we doing at QB is a big question right now. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I... I love Kirk Cousins. Okay, I think he's a great. I think he's a good quarterback. Yep. Um, good guy, good quarterback. However, however, with saying that, I think it's just time. It's time to move on from him. Yep, I agree with Let's you. Build this team and go in a different direction. Um, you know, he's coming off an Achilles injury. He's probably going to be paid at least forty million dollars this off season per year yeah which is a lot that's a lot exactly and there's a strong possibility that you know kirk's a free agent yep he if we don't get him signed say if they want to sign him okay Mm -hmm. and they don't get him signed by free agency he might fall in love with another with another team i've been saying this from the start of the off season basically for the vikings yeah that if i'm kirk cousins Okay, this is my prediction here. Yep. And I'm looking at some other teams mm-hmm. I can go to. I look at the NFC North. Okay, you have the Detroit Lions. Tough. They're going to be good next year. You have the Green Bay Packers. Tough. They have a young team, and they can still put a solid roster together. Yep. Okay. Then you have the Bears with all these picks coming up. They have the first overall pick. Who knows if they take Caleb Williams. There's talk today that... 
Justin Fields now is a betting favorite to stay there in Chicago. Yeah, that's Don't wild. know what's going on with that. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at that division, and man, I look at the Vikes, and we just have a lot of holes. We have a lot of holes on the defensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of holes on the interior of the offense. I think Garrett Bradbury had one of his better seasons this year. He really but did. But saying that, you know, I still think there's something missing there with the rushing game. That's actually going to be my third point. Um, and I'll talk about my second point here in a little bit, but if I'm Kirk and I'm looking at a team down south and the NFC south there, I'm looking at the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, that's that a, a perfect fit. That weapon, Drake London, Kyle Pitts, Bijan Robinson, they have a solid offensive line, they have a solid defense. And top that, Raheem Morris is now their coach. Yeah. Where did he come from? He came from the Los, um, Los Angeles Rams. Yeah. Under that McVay system. Yeah. Where's our coach right now? Came. Where did he come from? McVay. The same exact system. So, and actually, the guy who they hired as their OC, I think it. I Zach, can't remember his name. Zach Robinson. Yes. He's from he the same tree. The, he's from. He's in the same tree. Yeah. Kirk could go there to a better roster with a more opportunity opportunity time or more opportunity right now to win there. Yeah. A very and, weak division. For sure. And the one of the biggest things is his wife is from Atlanta. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. I didn't know that until you told me that. Yeah, I think from what I've heard before, they spend time down there in the offseason. Yeah, that's such it a just perfect makes fit. Sense to me. It yeah. just makes sense. Totally so, does. Even if we want him back, there's a strong possibility that he doesn't even want him to come back because yeah. he's going to look elsewhere. Yeah. So, and it's tough to pay a quarterback forty mil when you have a lot of holes on your roster. Yeah, it really is. It really is. And you know, if we don't get the quarterback this year, if it's not someone like JJ McCarthy and maybe a late first round or round two, um, I just it's hard for me to want to move up in the top three because I get I'm a little nervous that's gonna be like the Carolina Panthers and we have a pretty tough year next year um, yeah yeah I could totally see it too step, and we take a step back so yeah I think it'd be smart for them to if possible try to find that bridge guy could be like a Gardner Minshew or something he'll be fun to watch you know he's a he's a pretty entertaining guy yeah or I mean, he was a pro bowl quarterback this year yeah for sure or potentially a Baker Mayfield, seeing with what happens with him in Tampa Bay. Yeah, I yep. still think he's going to end up back in Tampa Bay. But um, I just think taking a guy like Penix or Nix, JJ at this point is a little too rich for me at eleven. Sure, that totally makes sense. So, especially we'd have other glaring needs staring us right in the face, and that's going to lead me into point number two. I want us to do fix this defensive line. Yeah. Okay. I wrote this down. We had, we were ranked 19th in sacks this season. Wow. 19th in sacks. That's we had crazy. 43, 43 sacks in total. Okay. The and top guy yep. was Daniil Hunter, 16 and a half sacks. Wow. <laughs> the next two guys after that, try to guess who they are. They had three sacks. The next two guys. <laughs> Had three sacks. Really? Three sacks. 
Gosh. Yeah. See if you can guess who they are. I'll give you five. I'll give you 10 seconds. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the crazy pick. I'm going to say uh, Pace Jr. He was blitzing a lot last year. How many sacks did he have? He, You're close. He ended with, I think, two and a half. Yeah, he had two and a half sacks. Okay, because I remember oh. watching the games, and he he had a lot of sacks. Um, how about DJ Wanham? DJ Wanham, he had a solid year. Um, let's see. Let me try to find him here. It's pretty you know, crazy some, that you have a guy. For some reason, he's not popping up on the list. And I swear he had at least like. I felt like he had to a go decent back year. Here. He might have had like six or some sacks. Let's go back and double check that. Yeah, Let's I felt like he had a decent year, but it's just crazy wow. that you have a guy like uh, Daniil Hunter on your team with almost 17 sacks and you're still 19th overall in the entire league, you know? Yeah. That's exactly. Okay, DJ Wadham had eight sacks, okay? Okay. For okay. some reason, he wasn't showing on this list. Okay. But maybe, I don't know why he wasn't showing there. Maybe because he was on put on the IR or something. Sure. So he had eight sacks, but still, the next two guys after that was Harrison Smith had three. I think he had majority oh, wow. of them in that Carolina Panther game. Yes, yeah. And then Harrison, Harrison Phillips had three. Harrison, yeah. okay, sure. So our two sack leaders from last year are technically not going to be under contract next year as of right now. Yeah, that's not a good look. And there's a potential chance that Harrison Smith could be a cap casualty, you know, see if they move on from him. They have a guy like Josh Metellus that can step right in into that right into that role. Yep. Um but here I'm gonna read some guys off to you. This is this is a roster right now that we have going into the offseason without in a hunter extension or a Wanham extension, okay? Okay. Harrison Phillips, Dean Lowry, Lowry, Patrick Joan, Patrick Jones, Roy. From LSU last year, last oh, yeah. year, yep, and Andre Carter. Oof. That's tough, dude. So where, like, where is that pass rush going to come from? Yeah, I don't see it. That's so, tough. So at you 11, think at, you, I was going to say you think at eleven they have to go pass rusher. I think at eleven they could honestly be sitting there at eleven with potentially their number one defensive player pass rusher on the board because it could be a very offensive heavy top of the draft yeah i totally but see I look that. at a guy like jared verse who'll be a big power rusher out of florida state i would love that pick um you know also we have kid out of alabama um yeah i want piece dallas turner if he's still there dallas turner yep yeah he could still turner, be there ath- athletic freak yep even that Latu, I think his name's Latu, Latu. Yeah, from UCLA. Yep, he had a heck of a year. Yeah, only he had a really good senior concerns, too. For sure, only thing that concerns me about him is his um, injury history. Yeah, his medical. He literally was retired from football for a little bit. I heard, I heard that. That's, that's insane. You know, so that's really concerning. But Dallas Turner versus, and if you really want to talk about a Jershan, or I think it's like Jershan Newton out of Illinois. Yeah, the defensive tackle, yeah. He would be a solid pick too. Yep. So I hope that's the route we go. I think we need to add to that D-line if it's through the draft or through free agency. So, so we'll see what happens. 
So would you like to see them re-sign Daniel Hunter? If you're the GM, are you offering Daniel a $100 million contract? If I'm Quasi, I'm doing everything in power to get Hunter to come back. Yeah, I, um, I agree. The same thing, though, is Hunter is a free agent, so he has a right to go test waters elsewhere. Yeah. And he might get an offer that's too good to pass up, and who knows, maybe he doesn't, you know, he might not want to be back. Yeah. So... It's hard to say, but yeah, I'd do everything in power to bring back Hunter and honestly try to bring back, bring back Wanham as well. So yeah, it'd be tough to lose a guy like Hunter for sure. Yeah. All right. My third, um, want of the off season is address the run game. Okay. We had, we were fifth in pass yards in NFL and we were 29th in rushing yards in NFL. Yeah. That's not so, going to cut it. We need to have a happy medium there. Um, once Kirk went out, a lot of our scores were quick scores. And our time of possession throughout the year, 26th in NFL for 8 minutes and 17 seconds. <laughs> wow. Their time of possession. That's a problem. You yeah, see that's the, a big you problem. at the end of the year at the defense, they just yeah. fell apart. Yeah. On the field way too often. And a part of that was the quick, throws by you know quick scores by Mullins really at the end of the year and a pretty much zero pass or zero rushing attack so yeah they need to figure that out I don't know if it's gotta what kind of if it's the run game scheme or what Dorf's personnel but yeah they need to figure out that running game um so would you like to see them would you like to see them draft a guy in say like uh the second or fourth round because you guys don't have a third round pick correct yeah, we don't have a, we don't have a third round pick, so it'd be pretty tough to take a running back in the second round. So you're looking at possibly in the fourth round, or would you go out and and pay a guy? You know, this is a really good free agency running back class. I know you're not a huge fan of paying guys, but uh, there's Barkley, there's uh, Derrick Henry, um, Josh Jacobs could be a free agent. I mean, there's a, a Tony Pollard. I mean, there's some nice free agent running backs out there. Yeah, I agree. Um... I guess it just depends who's sitting there in the fourth the fourth round at that point. If a guy like Braylon Allen is still there yeah. from Wisconsin, beast. I'm taking that shot. Yeah, he's a beast. Um, even Frank Gore Jr.'s kid, or Frank Gore, Frank Gore Jr. looked good in his the Shrine Bowl. Yeah, he did. He did. So, He'd be a nice little late-round pick. Yeah, for sure. And I'm not 100% sure if, you know, if the Vikes don't bring back um, Cam Akers, they might. You know, they went on traded for him last year. He was looking pretty good. He really was, and then he too. he unfortunately had that Achilles injury. So, yep. But yeah, that's my three predictions. Quarterback, D-line, and address the run game. That's what I'd like to see for the Minnesota Vikings this offseason. That's really funny that you and I had the same exact three, three, <laughs> the three things that we want, and we did not discuss yeah. that before. That's really funny. Yeah, that, that is really funny. It kind of Our teams are a lot like... <laughs> they really the are. They really are. Only difference is your team has that big one, man. They got a Super Bowl. Yeah. Because how yeah. many does Raiders have? Two? Three? Raiders got Raiders got three Super Bowls. Damn. Unfortunately, way before my time. So I mean, it's nice yeah. to say that the Raiders have Super Bowls, but I don't go out and, and brag about it because I wasn't there for them. But yeah, I yeah. mean, I mean, I guess we could say. I, I guess I can say that we we have won three. I suppose. Yeah, you just want to see one in your lifetime, right? I, I have to. Dude, it's getting to the yeah, point now exactly. where I just want to see a playoff win. 
I mean, I'm just yeah, dying yeah. for a playoff win. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Man, I didn't realize that you guys haven't won a playoff game since 2007. That's insane. Yeah, dude, it's it's been it's been so bad. I've only seen the Ra- Raiders in the playoffs twice since 2007, and uh, both times we lost in the wild card round. So, and I, yeah, I what year was that when Derek Carr was having that MVP year? And then he broke it was his, broke his leg late in the season. Yeah, two that was 2017. I'm pretty sure. He uh okay. he broke his leg. We were twelve and four that year. He broke his leg uh Christmas Day. It was either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. And we were up by a lot. I'm pretty sure it was against the Colts. And yeah, dude, that totally ruined my Christmas. And then we go in the wild card round. <laughs> it was actually pretty surprising that we were a wild card team at twelve and four. We played the Texans and we got absolutely our quarterback was Connor Cook. I don't know if you remember him. Pretty sure Connor, he's from Michigan. Was he on a Michigan State? Yeah, yes, I remember Michigan him, State. Dude. Yep, he was our quarterback, and man, was he he was a turd in the playoffs. So we <laughs> lost. We lost to the Texans. But yeah, that was that was uh that was a sad sad year for sure. Yeah, that was that was a tough year. Um, I just remember that year too because man, they were fun to watch the Raiders. Um, oh, that that Leo was Mac. Yep. That entire roster, man, we had uh, Crabtree, Cooper. I mean, dude, I loved that team. Latavius was our big running back that year. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was probably my favorite Raider roster since becoming a fan. Was that the year the Vikes had the Minneapolis Miracle? You know, that's that's a good question. I think it might have been. Let me look. God, that was a uh, miracle. It might have been 2017, dude, because we both had really good rosters. I think so, that yeah, was the, well, same, 2017 was the same playoffs. Season, yeah. It was, yeah, 2018, January 14th, 2018. Man, I'll, I'll never forget oh. that play. I'll never forget that I know. play. I know. I know. It's hard to not remember the next game, the debacle in Philadelphia. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I remember sitting there that first drive. We drove down the field. I was like, hell yeah, here we go. Yeah, and yeah it looked that, good. Interception and boom, just that was us all downhill after terrible. that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That, that was tough. Well, yeah. Hopefully, um, like we said, hopefully our teams will get to that point, some point here in the future, and hoist that Lombardi. So hopefully, they just got to hit on the this off season. I mean, this off season's huge for both of our teams. Put us, uh, put us in the right direction. I agree. I agree. All right. So we're just going to leave off here with our uh, Super Bowl prediction. So what are you thinking for the big game on Sunday? So unfortunately, being a Raider fan, the Super Bowl is really, really tough for me to watch. Uh, I don't know who to cheer for. Obviously, you got the Niners, uh, the Bay Area rival for the Raiders for a long, long, long time. And then you got the division rivals, the Chiefs. So God, if both teams could lose, that'd be nice. But I'm going to go ahead and say the Niners are going to pull it off 31-24. Okay. Uh, my Super Bowl MVP, I'll just throw that out there. I mean, this one's not a surprise. I'm going to go McCaffrey. I think McCaffrey's going to have a pretty big game. So 31-24 Niners, McCaffrey MVP. How about you? Yeah, I like that pick. Um, you know, I am rooting for the 49ers in this game. However, it's hard for me to pick against the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. So I'm going to say Kansas City, and I think it's going to be like uh, last four minutes of the game, Mahomes puts his drive together, and they take the lead. I'm going to say like a 27 to 24. Okay. Um, 
27-24 Chiefs. That's what I'm going to say. Nice. And then MVP of the game, I'm going to give it to Rasheed Rice. Ooh, nice. Okay. I think he's going to get open. He's going to have a big game. Go for at least, I'm going to say at least, I'm going to say 115 yards. Okay. Seven catches and one touchdown. Wow. All right. So I don't know if that's MVP numbers, but I think he's going to make some big catches down the stretch that are going to make a big difference in this game. Nice. Nice. I like it. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening to our first podcast and Skull Vikes. Yeah. Go Raiders. Thanks again for listening. Uh, it doesn't really matter if we get 10 listeners or we get uh, uh, no listeners. It's, you know, being every week, getting to sit down and, and talk football with you is going to be fun. So hopefully people enjoy it. But uh, at the end of the yep, day, exactly. I, I can't wait for this. So thanks again for anyone that tuned in. Appreciate you guys and uh, go Raiders. Skull Vikes.